Hello, everybody. Welcome. Welcome to Not So Molly Mormon Podcast. This is Sarah. And this is Katie. <laughs> I don't know why I said it so weirdly, but I did. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that. So welcome back, listeners. We are recording before Christmas, before Yay. the holidays. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Holiday episode. <laughs> and uh, I'm sitting here in a blanket fort um, <laughs> that I created because... Uh, my friend Chris, if you're listening, hi Chris. He is <laughs> he's a musician and he records obviously. And he gave us this advice to set up a little blanket fort and it'll help the sound quality. So hopefully, um, if you're listening, you can tell maybe a little bit of a difference. Hopefully, it sounds better. And thanks, Chris. And also, if you guys. You guys should go check out his music because it's really good. Um, he's on Instagram. You can find him on Instagram, Christian Holt, H-O-L-T. And he's on Bandcamp. So there you go. A little shout out. <laughs> Ooh, thanks, Chris. Woohoo! <laughs> also, I'm in a blanket and a hoodie, but it has nothing to do with the sound quality. It's just that I'm a lazy hobo today. So <laughs> it's like 344, and I... Yeah, I just washed my face the 40 minutes ago, so, you know, nice. there's that. Nice. Yeah, that's what happens when you're unemployed. <laughs> you have a lot of time on your hands. Yeah, so. well, th- this is our job, right? Exactly. <laughs> Listeners, this is real talk. We want to make this a full-time thing, not because I quit my job slash will be forced to quit my job or be terminated, but... It's just our passion, so we just want to do it. That's how I'm seeing it. Light at the end of the tunnel, right? Right, yeah. Crack- we want to do this, and we love making the content for you guys. You guys are so amazing, and you respond to it. It's it's really, <laughs> truly awesome for me and Sarah both. Um, so let us know what you think about us doing this full-time, and if you yeah, have any give ideas. Yeah, feedback. Yeah, any ideas of how we can... Uh, Maybe make the moolah. Get us some sponsors. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Maybe, you know, like, support ourselves financially. That would also be great. So we'll so we think can of continue. Ideas. We can continue doing this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, no, like, in Real Talk as well, like, we've, we've been getting so many amazing messages, like, to our Gmail and our Instagram. And just to apologize in advance, like, Katie and I, we, we are reading them, and we love them, and we're so excited, but if we don't respond immediately, it's not because we don't love them and appreciate them, it's just because it's us, and our life is kind of hectic, and it's the season, like, the holiday season, but we will respond, and I just wanted to give, like, a shout-out to everyone who has sent us an email, like, we have listened, and, not listened, but we've read, <laughs> and we appreciate them, they're really good stories, really powerful, and moving, and great ideas, and we're excited. It makes right. our hearts so warm. Yes, I actually, I haven't even told you this yet, Sarah, but yesterday I spent a few hours recording some mini episodes um, <gasps> from some of the emails we've gotten. So I'll be periodically publishing those throughout the next few weeks. So you guys can look out for that. Oh, perfect. That's great. I'm glad that you did that. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, I was like, I think the message you sent me yesterday, oh, so this is another shout out, and this was in a comment I think someone made, not a message, but Katie sent me this screenshot of this like really amazing listener who basically was saying that they went to our page to, was it Be Little Us, or? Yeah, earlier, it was earlier this year, they had come to our Instagram page to basically talk shit and tell us how wrong we were. To troll us, basically. <laughs> <laughs> our trolls are our favorite. Yeah. Um, but this listener came back and commented. It was just yesterday, I believe. They commented and said that uh, because of our our podcast and other, you know, online resources, that they have left, you know, they're not a believer anymore. So that's pretty amazing. <laughs> Mind blown. Yeah. That's crazy, but that's also just so, for us, inspiring. Like, when you sent me that message, my boy was over, and, like, I read it, and I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, and he's like, I don't know, what's going on? I was like, we just got this message. We're, like, changing people's lives, and he was like, fist pound it, you know? Like, that's yeah. amazing. <laughs> like, great. Um, but it was so exciting, and, like, I couldn't I couldn't hold back, you know? Like it's... I know. It truly made me feel so good. I mean, I think – what did I say to you? I th- Here, I, I have it pulled up. I screenshotted yeah. it. I'll read the screenshot to you, listeners. Um, so the comment says, On October 13th, I came to this account and berated it for challenging my beliefs. Today, I am happy to say that I no longer believe in the church. I'm cl- a closeted ex-mel and gay. Thanks for all you do. This account, paired with the ex-Mormon subreddit and YouTube videos exposing the temple ceremonies, have helped me wake up. I'm 17 and optimistic. And so then I I screenshotted it, sent it to Sarah, and I was, I said, holy shit, have you seen this? This is amazing. (laughs) I was just so excited. Oh, I love it. It makes me so happy. Um, yeah, and just, like, seeing, like, some of the stories that people are sending in, too, or, like, their comments, how they, like, heard of us through different platforms or through different people. It's, like, oh, amazing. Like, I just, I'm quite, I mean, I'm sure, Katie, you feel the same way, but I'm quite proud of, like, the community that we've built, and, like, I hope it continues to grow and that people feel like this is a, a place where they can talk and share their stories, even if they didn't grow up Mormon or in a religion and they just have opinions, like, yeah, share yeah. them. Oh, like, totally. this is the place to do it. It doesn't have to do, you know, it doesn't have to be anything to do with religion. It can just be about controversial topics that need to be discussed, you yeah. know? Um, and I feel just like honored that so many people are are responding and almost everyone there there's the few trolls but almost everyone is doing it super respectfully too like even if we have slightly differing opinions everyone's really supportive of each other which is cool yeah and enough of this nice talk it's making me real uncomfortable oh yeah i'm done I'm let's done. move on we're, we're d- <laughs> I can't do it anymore. Too Just sugary sweet. Not make a joke. I can't. I can't do it. Um, so moving on. So our topic this week, and Katie, you're going to have to pull most of the weight slash you always do. Um, but this is the research-based one. But I find it so fucking fascinating, and I'm really excited to hear, like, more of the background. But basically, Katie thought of this, and I think it's great, like, to have a, a topic or a theme around Christmas, because that's obviously around the corner, it's next week, so kind of like the origins of Christmas and how it, you know, it stems from paganism, essentially. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so I'm, I'm excited, that's what we'll be talking about today, and then, yeah, and I was telling Katie that, like, I had this conversation over dinner 
uh, last week with some friends who none of them grew up religious at all. And they were discussing, like, isn't it quite funny that, like, we all grew up in a non-religious home, yet we celebrate a Christian religion every year. But we don't even know why. Like, we don't know really, like, the history of it, like, what actually happened. We know, like, stories, but, like, we don't actually believe in it, yet we celebrate a holiday that's based around it. (laughs) So it was just, like, really interesting to me. And they were, like, asking questions, like, when was Jesus born and when did he die? And I was like, well, as the ex-Mormon, let me tell you all the details (laughs) about that. I was like, I'll tell you all the stories about the wise men. And then they were correcting me. I was like, oh, the wise men, they also had this uh, one one, uh, scent, what was it, a... I said like rose in something and they were like no that's not one of them <laughs> I'm like oh okay, that's right. are, are you talking about like the frankincense and the, the gifts yeah yeah gold frankincense and myrrh yeah <laughs> yeah but I was trying to say Rosencrantz which is a name that Rose- is a surname <laughs> that is not an oil or a spice or whatever I was just like oh, Rosencrantz right that's sounds fancy I like it I'd accept it <laughs> yeah <laughs> and I was like I grew up righteous for 28 years clearly I didn't this is a pure example of me not being a good Mormon because I don't know even the yeah the nativity story. Um, so I'm excited, Katie, for you to tell me all the things. I was trying to tell them that Christ wasn't born in December, but was actually born later. And they were like, that's not true. Or not that it wasn't true, but they, well, yeah, they were like, I don't think that I've never heard of that. But maybe that's just something I heard wrong growing up. No, you, no, you're right. And um, I got to, I got to clarify before we start that I, I'm definitely not even close to an expert on this. I just like it. I'm just interested in it. So, listeners, um, if you're super into this and I get something wrong, you can tell me. But don't tell Sarah. She'll get mad. No, just kidding. <laughs> it's true. I won't just get mad. I'm just indifferent. I'm like, nah, really She'll be like, ew, go away. <laughs> um, no, but yeah, you're right, though. Like, um, December 25th, like, there's definitely no no proof or evidence at all that Jesus was born on that day. And in fact, if he was born at all, which I mean, I don't know. I (laughs) I think it's likely that he was born, but who knows? Um, It would probably have been in the spring because you know how... Yeah, you got it right. You got it right. Because the shepherds that um, saw the star, you know, the shepherds that were... Yeah. Whatever, guiding their, their... sheep <laughs> they that that season when they would have been shepherding would have been in the spring or early summer so a lot of theories are that he was born they have multiple days um like april 18th march 25th may 20th around those dates but there's um no account in any of the gospels anywhere or on historical record of him being born or, you know, what day he was born or even what year, honestly. So that's, that's kind of the, <laughs> the yeah. folklore about it though, is that it was probably in the spring and even most religions, you know, most Christian religions will admit that. And December 25th is just the day that it's celebrated. Okay. So I have two points okay. to make before okay. you continue. So the first one was, 
Okay, so I, when I was explaining it to them at this dinner, I was saying it was in April because how I remember learning it, which again, this is not even anything based on like experts don't even know, but in the, in like the lead church leaders who I've asked this question, they said that he was born in March, April Mm-hmm. because it's also symbolic of Easter and the resurrection. So the fact that he was, like, born, and then he died and was resurrected all in, like, the same month or, like, same date the type same, thing. The same kind of season, yeah. Exactly, yeah. And so, because it represents, like, birth and rebirth and whatever, like, and also the same with, like, winter to spring, like, death to life type thing. I don't know, like, again, these are not experts. It was just kind of how I was taught. Yeah. Like, these leaders um so that's kind of how I I never knew like the actual (laughs) research or truth behind it I just would be like oh yeah like this is why he was born like or in April or May was because of blah 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 like in his resurrection as well um so that's the first part and the second one which I think is interesting and I should have researched it but I just you know you guys know me I'm useless um (laughs) when (laughs) let's be honest I was like oh my god I can't wait to research this and then my you know I came home and binge watched Netflix instead so you know (laughs) um was it was interesting because here in Germany and most European countries outside of the UK they celebrate Christmas on the 24th like that's their big day it's on the 25th interesting so yeah and so like at this dinner party it was a mixture of like British and Germans at this table and they were kind of and then me the token American and another American we were saying like how it's interesting that here in Germany and the rest of the EU, like, they they celebrate it on the 24th. Like, that's the big day where they open presents, they have a dinner. It's, like, the, their Christmas, and the 25th is just kind of, like, our version of Christmas Eve, where you just kind of, like, chill and relax and wear your pajamas. So we yeah. were trying, like, so it was, like, interesting, and we were trying to decide, like, why it's like that. Like, why these countries think that, like, the 24th is the day that Christ was born and not the 25th. So that's like a whole separate note, but I just thought that that was interesting. Like, why? That is really interesting. I wonder, I haven't researched this, but I wonder if, you know, in, um, in the myth, like in the, or in the gospels, in the Bible, I think he's born in the night time. So I wonder if maybe, yeah, it could be seen as either the night of the 24th or the early morning of the 25th. Who knows? I haven't researched that much, though, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. I just thought that that was really interesting when they asked that. I was like, oh, hmm. Yeah. Like, I'm not sure, like, why? Because I always thought it was weird when I came here that every, like, Christmas Eve was the big deal. Like, the 24th was always the, the big night, and that's when you celebrated Christmas. And I was always confused, like, wait, because in my family growing up, like, for us, 24th was, like, Christmas Eve, and then Christmas Day is when you woke up and did all of the festivities, you know? It right. wasn't right. reversed. Yeah. Yeah. If any of you listeners know why that that's like that in Europe, um, write to us. Tell us. Yeah, I'm really interested to know, like, if there's someone who actually knows, like, the reason behind it, because no one could answer at the dinner, which is kind of like this debate we're talking about, and then that leads to the topic of, because then they were arguing that it's because it's based on a pagan belief, and so somehow it just got a bit confused or like, yeah. Yeah. Like, it didn't overlap very well. Yeah. Well, yeah, that is a good little segue. Nice work there, Sarah. <laughs> thanks, thanks. I'm done, guys. Bye. Um, so, yeah, that's that's interesting. So, 
in ancient like pagan cultures in almost every culture in the world there is some kind of celebration around the 25th of December because that's when the winter solstice is so that's when it's the darkest day the darkest time of the year you know if you look at it as the wheel of the year or whatever there's that you know the dark winter solstice and um in ancient cultures they would celebrate they would they worshiped the sun a lot of times in many cultures um the sun god and so they would like celebrate and give offerings to the sun god on the winter solstice um by you know doing all different kinds of rituals and even sacrifices sometimes but it's funny when you look at all the different cultures and all the ancient cultures they a lot they're really really similar to the christ story um and it's interesting that it's like the sun god like the s-u-n and then in christianity it's the sun of god s-o-n oh i love a good (laughs) wordplay wordplay i just i love it Uh, i'd never even thought about well i didn't know about this whole sun god thing but that's really interesting and they're named different things in different cultures but um like the really big one that you can well there's a couple really big like ancient uh, festivals or whatever that you can point to that really like seems like this is where uh, Christmas came from, is there is a big festival called Saturnalia in ancient Rome where they would worship and celebrate uh, the god Saturn, who was, like, the god of agriculture and indulgence. So so they would have, like, a week-long party from, I think it was December 17th to December 24th. So we'd be doing it right now. We'd be having a big party right now. Like, huge party with feasting, drinking, tons of alcohol, and actually lots and lots of sex like even really even like orgies and things um <laughs> and things were just kind of wild and crazy and they would um you know have lots of like fires they would actually decorate like that's kind of where in ancient cultures they would decorate like trees um with like candles and stuff and just stay up and party for like <laughs> 7 days straight to honor Saturn um and sat you know that was kind of like one of the ancient things that like that those pagan religions did before Christianity came along um and they decided that you know in Rome actually it was the Catholic Church they decided to say that December 25th was the day that Christ was born because people were already kind of partying around that time and celebrating and they were like let's put let's tell them that you know Christ was born on this day as well as because another in another culture they um another god of the sun was named Mithras and he was born on December 25th so they kind of like equated those two together so they they could throw in Christ in there like celebrate Christ as well and then hoping that people would convert to Christianity from their pagan religion Oh my god, that's so interesting. <laughs> I know, it seems like it's it would be a fun party, right? Saturnalia. Okay. <laughs> Listen, this is as far as my research goes and you guys are not going to be surprised. So, I was obsessed with the show Vikings. Mm-hmm. And it's also talking about like it, it compares the two storylines of like the pagan Scandinavian culture versus like the Christian English culture, right? And like mm-hmm. the wars and everything that happened. Anyways, one of them is like they're comparing like 
um, Christ and like the Christian view of like when he was born and basically Christmas. And then they have the scene where, and I'm assuming it's around Christmas because it's cold and it's snowing, but it's like this festival that they have where it's just a lot of like sex and food and drinking and like taking mushrooms and Mm -hmm. just like orgies and like sacrifices as well. And like, it was like a long festivity. Like it wasn't just like a night. It was like how they portrayed it in the show was like, it was quite a long time. So I'm, I'm wondering because my research is based on a TV show. If that is actually like the same thing that you were talking about, maybe obviously it's a different time period. Like you were talking about the Greeks and this is like, you know, Scandinavian culture with paganism, but I wonder. If, no. Like, yeah. I think, Because what you could be talking about, too, is, like, in the Scandinavian countries, even, like, in, you know, the Norse kind of tradition and Germanic tradition, there's Yule, uh, which is really similar. It was just called Yule, and they actually did a lot more of the kind of that same thing that you were just saying, where they would celebrate the sun god, and they would worship the sun god at winter solstice, um, and have really big parties, and they would light lots of bonfires, like basically to praise the sun god and to ask the sun god to come back to to bring more light into their world. Um, and yeah, so that's that's probably exactly what you were talking about. Oh, that's interesting. Maybe my Swedish friend who listens, hey, <laughs> she can, <laughs> if she knows anything, maybe she can correct us. Because that's interesting. I mean, obviously, she doesn't speak for entire Scandinavian countries, but uh, maybe she knows more. So that'd be interesting if we get feedback, too. Because I, I find that shit so fascinating. Like, yeah. I just think it's really, and that's part of the reason why, I mean, again, if you guys have watched the show Vikings, you're probably going to totally discredit anything that I ever say because it's not, like, a factual, like, amazing show. <laughs> but it's kind of the reason why I left the church when I did because I started watching it at that time and, like, seeing the the comparison of, like, pagan beliefs and Christianity, I was like, whoa, they're one and the same. So, yeah. like, how can we... Like, it really started to get me to, like, question, and I thought it was, like, bullshit, and so then I started researching it and was like, oh, no, like, this really is where Christianity, like, it's not much different. Like, it's just... Yeah. Yeah. No, Christianity... It's a different way of seeing things. Yeah, Christianity just adopted and kind of, like, piggybacked onto what was already happening. So Mm -hmm. they, yeah, they, they decided that they would say that that's when Jesus was born, and slowly started inserting their beliefs and taking over the pagan beliefs. Um, mm-hmm. So, like, it's it's interesting, too, if you know any modern, like, neo-pagans, so people who are, like, Wiccan or whatever kind of New Age witchcraft kind of beliefs, they still celebrate Yule, and they celebrate holidays the ancient, like, pagan way. Um, they've just been taken over and commercialized by... Christianity and in pretty much every aspect it's it all started from a pagan origin you know what I'm curious about and I know we haven't researched this but maybe listeners will have answers or I can just actually get off my ass and research it later but um (laughs) now that you're talking about that and how like you know neo-paganism is that what you said Uh uh uh-huh and that they still believe in in the beliefs of these you know, like pagan holidays or whatever. It's interesting because nowadays, because Christianity has been introduced, people who say that they're pagan or Wiccan or whatever, they 
automatically are associated with the devil, but actually, like, the devil is only within Christianity and not in a pagan belief. Exactly. Pagans, so I, that, it's like, more I like... I made that connection. Yeah. In paganism or any kind of, like, Wiccan or witchcraft type of belief system, it's mainly believing and worshipping the earth and, like, maybe the sun and the moon and the seasons and things like that. Because that's how the ancient people usually worshipped. I mean, of course, they had their their gods that they would name, like, we just talked about, like, you know, there's Mithras and Odin and all that stuff, but um, they also really worship and follow the seasons, and that's why these celebrations were always, no matter what actual belief or culture they were in, they almost always landed on or around December 25th. Wow, so interesting. Pretty cool, right? Yeah, it's really cool. And it's just like, I guess I, sorry, I'm like back to tooting my own horn that I just made this astounding connection that I just can't let go of. But like, I just, <laughs> I, I never even made the, the connection that like, if you're, because I just remember growing up that like, if there was this girl in my high school who said she was a Wiccan and, or how would you say that? Yeah, she yeah, Wiccan, Wiccan, yeah. yeah. Wicked. Anyways, and I remember us being like, oh my god, she's a devil worshiper, <laughs> and she's like, you know, all about Satan and the devil and blah, 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 but there is no devil outside of the Christian religion, right? Well, I mean, there are, like, certain, I guess, gods of the underworld, or maybe... Yeah, like Hades and stuff, but they're not, like, the devil in the sense of, no, like, no. Christianity Like, devil. definitely, like, no Wiccans or any Neopagans or anything like that, they don't even believe that Satan is a real thing. Kind of like they don't believe that Jesus is real. Or, I mean, they might think he was a real person, but not that he was, like, magical. <laughs> so. Oh. Yeah. This is so interesting to me. I know. Really cool, right? I know, because they do get labeled as, since they're not Christian or they're not, like, of the normal belief system of the Abrahamic religions, they're like, oh, well, they're following the devil, when that's just silly because they don't even believe in the devil or have really a devil in their structure of their religion or non-religion whatever however you would call it yeah exactly but then if you even think about like culture in and of itself and like hollywood and stuff like that i guess that's even more reason why people associate anyone who believes in like who's like practices witchcraft or anything like that to be devil worshipers because hollywood always presents them as that right (laughs) like if you're a witch or a wizard or whatever, like, <laughs> you are worshipping the devil and, like, you practice, like, you know, you are one of his, like, your soul has been stolen from the devil and, like, you are his slave and blah, blah, blah. I mean, yeah, yeah any any TV show that you watch is like that or, like, movie yeah. uh, if they're practicing some type of witchcraft or Speaking of which, listeners, I may, this is embarrassing, but I watched the new version of the Blair Witch Project last night. It was the <laughs> dumbest thing I have ever seen. Like, oh, that's hilarious. I mean, I say that, but I also got scared and was like, well, I don't want to watch this anymore. My boy was like, it's not even scary. I was like, yeah, I know it's not scary. We're talking about, but then I'm also like looking at it through like one hand that's like covering my eyes and <laughs> right. stuff. But um, even like watching that, it was all like, you know, these, like, devil symbols and, like, mm-hmm. you know, blah, 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 but it, yeah. Well, you know, that's a, that's an interesting thing to bring up because I kind of wanted to just touch on how, so all these, really, these all these people were worshipping in this way where they were 
worshiping the sun and the earth and their ancient gods. And then Christianity comes along and they first try to integrate and then they kind of take over all the holidays. And then after so long, they start deeming pagan people as evil or worshiping the devil or, you know, working with the devil, something like that. And that's how they took over and kind of eliminated a lot of the pagan traditions and religions. And they would actually destroy their temples or their shrines. They totally persecuted the pagans. And they had to, if, you know, after a while, if you were a pagan, you had to practice super secretly or else you could get arrested or even killed. And that's how all the awful, like, witch hunts and everything happened. And they, like, murdered you know, thousands of people because they were just practicing their ancient ways of worship or of sun worship or earth worship instead of worshiping Christ. And um, wow. it got real ugly real fast. <laughs> it got real ugly real fast. And that's why, yeah, um, like witchcraft now is even still seen as like this evil thing. You must be working with the devil, right? <laughs> Because it was such oh. a perpetuated idea that, like, you're not worshiping Christ, therefore you're worshiping the devil. You're wrong. Huh? Yeah, that's true. And, like, even, do you remember, too, when, like, Harry Potter came out? And I don't know if it was just like this in the South, but, like, I mean, you could not read that book without people being like, that's teaching witchcraft and wizardry and you <laughs> it's of the devil. And I was like, what? Cause my mom was, I was like, oh, whatever, read what you want to read type thing. Like as long as it's like appropriate. Yeah. But I remember I was like the only one in my middle school really reading it because none of my other Christian oh. friends would want to. You know, that's super <laughs> interesting because I did hear about that and I've watched a couple documentaries um, about religion where People, yeah, the children were forbidden from reading Harry Potter, but for some reason, in at least in my experience in Utah County Mormon culture, Harry Potter was really popular. So I don't really? know. Yeah, it seemed like, I mean, I'm sure there were people who weren't allowed to read it, but um, I did hear, it, it might have even been just more like you were saying in the South where they were more fearful of witchcraft and wizardry and stuff, because I didn't really experience that, but I definitely heard about it. Yeah, it's intense where I'm from, especially, like, with witchcraft and stuff like that. Like, it's a big, like, devil worshiper, you know? Like, you never want to be called a devil worshiper. And that just means simply what you're saying. If you don't believe in Christianity, then you're automatically a devil worshiper type <laughs> thing, which is quite interesting. And and I do want to, like, say this to our listeners who left the Mormon church but are still Christian. Like, we're, I'm not saying this to, like, bash Christianity if that's what you believe in. I just think it's an interesting truth that I kind of wish I would have known before. And, like, something that I think if you're going to practice any type of religion, like, just to know the background on. And, like, I mean, again, to emphasize, we're not saying, like, any trying to bash on Christianity. Because I do know that we do have listeners who are really supportive of who maybe have left the Mormon church but are still quite active in the Christian religion. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, so just to, like, put that out there that we're not, like... <laughs> but I just think it's such a fascinating historical piece to go over, like the the comparison between Christianity and paganism, and how like Christianity comes from drawing all of the information and like this the structure that paganism already set up for right. Christian. Right. right. Yeah. No, I totally agree, and like I think it's it's kind of like that fine line that I want to talk about 
the truth and I want to express my feelings, but I also don't want to offend people, but I'm kind of like, well, if you're offended by the truth, that's not, that's not my problem. But yeah, we're, we're not trying to like force you to believe any certain way, like Sarah said, but it is, it is really interesting talking about the historical facts about where things come from, especially this time of year when you're, I'm sure you hear this too, Sarah, you see it online when people are like, put the Christ back in Christmas, you know, stop stop saying happy holidays, say Merry Christmas. And I'm like, you know, you kind of just inserted the Christmas into all these other traditions that people were doing. And then you murdered all those people, (laughs) or not all of them, but you know what I mean, like, it's just kind of funny if you actually research and go back it hasn't always been christmas there's been other things too we can share we can all get along (laughs) you know what i just thought of too is that why christmas got referred to as xmas because it's taking christ out of christmas or what is the origin of xmas um i don't know that's a i don't yeah i'm not sure I, that's something uh, I have not no. researched. <laughs> maybe yeah, it's just, just an easy, that's... maybe it's just like an easy abbreviation. You know how like Christina Aguilera sometimes goes by Xtina? <laughs> uh, you did not just make that reference. I did it. I did yes. it. I'm a genie in a bottle. <laughs> like it took a while for my brain to catch up with that. I was like, is this happening? Are we going from Christmas Xmas to Christina Aguilera? I mean, Xtina? keep the Christ in Christina Aguilera. <laughs> like, why are you calling her Xtina? <laughs> exactly. We need to have a campaign. Put the Christ back in, in Christina. Christina. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, so good. Oh, man. There's so many. And I also, like, Shit, I just need to research this because I find this stuff so fascinating, like origins mm-hmm. and like origin stories, but also like the idea of stockings, like where did the, where the fuck did that I even come from? And then also because they brought this up at the dinner, the origin of the Christmas tree and how that used to be hung upside down. Oh, did it? Yeah. Yeah. And I guess that was a pagan belief. Yeah. I know that the the tree came from like lots of different pagan beliefs and um, cultures because the evergreen tree was like a symbol of life can still be living even through the coldest and darkest days. And so they would bring it inside and they would offer, that's why we put the presents underneath the trees because it's like you're offering these gifts to the trees because a lot of ancient pagan religions, they actually worshiped trees as well as like, so they would, give the gifts and put the gifts under the tree and then put the lights on the tree to symbolize like um asking the sun god to come back like to giving the light yeah and we still do that now we still put the lights on the tree and put the presents under the tree and decorate the tree and you know all yeah wow what is that that campaign that the mormons doing light the world (laughs) oh my gosh yep (laughs) hashtag give presents to the trees hashtag light the world like the pagans did oh yes (laughs) oh hashtag i know something else interesting i i discovered when i was just quickly reading about this that i didn't know but you know how i was telling you that in yule and saturnalia it was like this really kind of riotous festivity like super carnival like crazy indulgent you know kind of uh yeah celebration yes christmas and orgies um (laughs) so when the pilgrims like came over to the states like the very early pilgrims of new england 
they actually condemned and outlawed for a while Christmas. Even though they believed they were Christian, they outlawed Christmas because it was so strongly tied to like the Saturnalia and Yule because that's what kind of how they were celebrating it in Europe. Um, and so they wanted to escape that and have a more like pure and Christ-like life. And they, in Boston, it was outlawed from 1659 to 1681 and it wasn't even really that celebrated until like the 1800s again because they had like associated it with like drinking and sex and overindulgence of food um in even though it had the name christ in it like it was christ's mass but then it kind of slowly gained popularity again in america and now it's just this crazy (laughs) crazy circus of like commercialism but um yeah yeah (laughs) i thought that was interesting right i never knew that no that's i actually i think it would be really interesting if we did like an entire episode on like the whole puritan like like era like Mm -hmm. pilgrims and puritan because i find that so fascinating especially in, in terms of like christianity and how like i mean that era was only like what 200 years before joseph smith basically yeah yeah Mm-hmm. Um, so I wonder if like he pulled through cause a lot of, you know, Puritans are known for this like intense shaming and guilt and like, you know, you have to show your sins and like the repentance process and everything. And actually one of our listeners wrote in a story and I won't cause Katie, I'm sure you'll do the mini episode, but it's just a quick tie in how she's basically said that like when she, I'm not going to give the whole story, but she divorced and afterwards like dating and she was wearing the garments and she, she referred to this as a, it was like the garments were her own version of the scarlet letter. Yeah. Because it was yeah. like showing that she had, she had to explain to people, okay, why are you wearing garments? If you didn't serve a mission, Oh, that must mean that you were married. And you, obviously that was a divorce. And like, you have to wear this ugly sin, these like yeah. garments to represent that sin, which I found really fascinating and like a good comparison. Oh yeah. Um, with the puritanical beliefs, you know? Oh, totally. And, um, yeah, I, the, um, a lot of Puritan religions still, and still to this day don't celebrate Christmas because they think it's too much of like an indulgent, crazy celebration. And Jehovah's Witnesses don't celebrate it, even though they claim to be Christian. Oh, can we do an episode on Jehovah's Witnesses? Oh, because yes, <laughs> I find them so fascinating. Holy, holy hell, me too. <laughs> I would love to, and like I've I've had a few friends. Well, not even a few, uh, multiple friends always confuse Jehovah Witnesses with Mormons. Yeah, and when I was a practicing Mormon, I would get so annoyed with it because I'm like, ah, we're nothing like those crazy <laughs> Jehovah Witnesses. And then it's like, okay, bitch. Well, basically, you're the same. So like, there are differences, but it's still not that much of a stretch to say that like it's, Mormons are not any less crazy. Yeah, or weird. No, it's so true. There, there's so many similarities. Like, I think, yeah, in my mind, maybe Jehovah's Witnesses are a little are a little bit crazier, but. It's hard to say because there's a lot of crazy in Mormonism too. So yeah, we should there's a definitely. Lot of crazy. Well, I actually see them quite often in Berlin. They're always outside of train stations, like, mm-hmm. and they have a little, um, like, a little stand set up yeah. with their pamphlets and stuff like that. And then, but they don't ever approach you. They just like stand there, and people can go and get the pamphlets if they want. Yeah, I've had like one time there was some Jehovah's Witness missionaries that came to my house one time, but it was a long time ago. And then 
but I do see them out, yeah, like you said, out on the street. Like the last time when I went to Hawaii earlier this year, there were so many of them. They were like on every single corner with their um, little stands and they had all their pamphlets in like different languages. And I was so tempted. I wanted to go up and talk to them just to almost kind of like troll them, but I didn't do it. I'm like, I'm in Hawaii. I need to just like chill. <laughs> I need to relax and not be counted as one of the, what is it like 4,000 or some crazy number that they believe in, right? That like the number of people who go back to heaven. Yeah, like it's 100 like is it number. like 144,000 or something. I could be wrong, but I was way off. I was like 8,400 and I don't know. I could but... be wrong, but yeah, we should definitely um research that. Hey, if any of our listeners, if any of you are ex Jehovah's Witness, oh my gosh. <gasps> please, please, please write to us and maybe we could interview you for an episode. Yes. That'd be a, well, that'd be amazing. And also, my boy was. We were talking about this other night. This whole idea within Christianity, this this idea of predestination, mm-hmm. and because we were talking about Jehovah Witnesses and like how that yeah, there's this number, and so it's basically like tied to what is it? Presbyterians who believe in predestination, right? Um, I could I could have this wrong. But yeah, I, I think my, quite a few, maybe quite a few religions do, but yeah. Yeah, but this whole concept that you're just born inherently like either evil or good and like there's nothing you can do to change that gotcha okay yeah I see and so like either Mm -hmm. I want to say it's called predestination right I could be totally wrong with my terminology and I'll have to look it up and you guys are probably like dummy but I just remember (laughs) like one of my best friends in high school he was Presbyterian he like and he would tell me that that like they believed in that like you're born either like you're born either going straight to heaven or straight to hell and you have absolutely no control over it so like this mentality of trying to do good, I just never understood it because I was like, well, then what the fuck? I would just be like, whatever. Like, I mean, either I'm going to heaven or I'm not, but I'm going to live my life out. <laughs> right? You know, like yeah. it, just, it never made sense to me. Like, wow. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. It's that's just, and it, it's so sad too because it's like you're taking away the importance of this life and just basically saying, like, yeah. It, what what matters is where you're going after you die, which is really sad and morbid when you think about it. Exactly. And I'm not going to lie, I did just Google definition of predestination because I just needed to know what it means. And, uh, yeah, doctrine that God has internally chosen those from whom he intends to save. Yep. What an awesome, Crazy. what an awesome God, right? Oh, that's insane. That's <laughs> Yeah. Anywho, apparently there are a lot of movies based on it, though. One with Ethan Hawke. Maybe I want to watch it. It was out in 2014. <laughs> well, Who knew? Get on that. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho. All right. I think that kind of covers, like, just the basics of the pagan origins of Christmas. But I did, I found a really awesome article about it that I think I'm going to make a mini episode. I'll read the article so that anyone who's curious into maybe more of the intense details, I can just read that and y'all can listen to it um, and get more of yes, the, two the things that yeah. would be awesome if you did that. Cool. Because I'm, I would like to listen to it and cool. to be read in your soothing voice. Oh, and well. two, you just said y'all again. I oh. know. You know what? As soon as I said it, I was like, oh. She is rubbing off on me. Like, 
I love it so much. I can't help it. it. When I talk to you, I can't help it. I pick up on those little things, even though I was, I've never lived in the South a day in my life. But (laughs) (laughs) apparently there's part of me that wants to be a Southern Belle, so I don't know. I love it. I love it. It's so good. Um, Yeah, no, I think that was a good good episode hope you listeners enjoyed it like I feel like we could go on for hours and hours like talking about like all the different comparisons and I find them so fascinating so if we left out anything or if you guys want to correct us slash don't correct me obviously because I'm a prideful (laughs) bitch but correct Katie if you want yeah Uh, (laughs) but yeah if you have any other like comparisons are relative to Christmas especially that I'd be really interested to know oh me too me too yeah right to us I do have one last one though that I just thought of a Christmas tree the whole story like the song Christmas tree is like a German song that we also sing in the Christian religion but it comes from pagan beliefs like the whole idea of Altbaum which is I'm totally butchering this for the Germans who are listening (laughs) they're like she does not know how to speak German but it's like old Christmas tree, you know, like old tree. Oh, yeah. And now, you know, you know that Christian song that we sing at the holidays? The, right? yeah, like the, oh, old Christmas tree. tree. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Anyways, that's another comparison. Yeah, fascinating. I know, right? <laughs> I know, right? That's the one piece of information I can provide, which is probably <laughs> not even accurate in any way. But, you know, we're going to roll with it. We're going to roll with it. All right. I hope you all have a very Merry Xmas, Christina Aguilera Christmas. <laughs> happy holidays, all of that, all that stuff. And Yes. And travel safely if you are traveling. And if you're not, just be safe in general. And drink an extra eggnog if you want, you know? Go yeah. crazy. Have a tag yellow. Yeah, have some hot spiked cider. And cheers Woo! to us when you do it. Yep. <laughs> Cheers. Okay, okay. bye. Bye.